This podcast is proudly brought to you by Paul's Strength Book, an app for everyone. For less than $2 a day, you can have full access to weight training programs, nutrition, recipes, macro calculators, video library, and you can also track all of your metrics, including weight, measurements, strength, and performance. Search for Paul's Strength Book in all good app stores now. Welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today, another great guest. I'm very, very fortunate to have so many amazing guests on my podcast over the years, and today is no different. Uh, Aaron Telford is the co-founder of Baxter Blue. Now, many of you may be familiar with this um, very good Australian digital well-being brand. So Baxter Blue started as a blue light glasses company. They've now expanded into other products, but the point of getting Aaron on was not only to talk about his products and his company, but also digital well-being, which is something that is becoming more and more prevalent, more and more important to discuss. And uh, yeah, he talks about, obviously, digital well-being and the need to obviously protect ourselves from technology as we evolve into an age where technology is so, so important to be used in everyday activity. So without going into too much more detail and giving everything away, let's get on with the podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast, uh, Aaron Telford from Baxter Blue. How are you going, mate? I'm well, thanks. Yeah, really well. Yes, excellent, yes. excellent. You're just talking, obviously, all fair about the, uh, the the Black Friday sales and the the plethora of um, activity that that generates, particularly for an online business like yours. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's the uh, it's the big time of the year. Um, as I was sort of mentioning, it used to be the one day. Um, mm. Black Friday, and then you're sort of followed by Cyber Monday, and now it's um, literally the whole of November. So um, that's it. And I guess this would generate a lot of people planning or buying Christmas presents a month in advance. Yeah, taking advantage. Yeah, of- it, look, it does, and I think that's what we, we get a lot of people. And so it's the expectation now that everyone's going to do it. Mm. So essentially, what everyone's doing coming into October, you see sales start to slow down in in October. Someone sort of what well, someone sort of told me they said it's like the Valley of Death. You sort of come out of this, uh, and this is all very cyclical with uh, with uh, online businesses. But you yeah. sort of come out of end of year sale, end of financial year sales, and you sort of come down. And those months before, everyone's just waiting for Black Friday. Yep. So then they, they know that it's not just a day now and everyone's promoting it. So everyone's sort of saying we're going to have our Black Friday sales. So people uh, put their wallets back in their pockets and don't really bring them out until all these sales start. So <laughs> it's, and it is good. It's good for, I mean, I suppose from um, yeah, everyone's a, a expecting a sale, mm. but B, everyone's starting to sort of, um, yeah, basically they're shopping for, um, yeah. For Christmas, so um, Christmas. And, and everyone you speak to does it. I get home, my wife's there and popping on and um, buying the kids' clothes and this, that, and the other. Everyone's kind of doing it. So, oh, of course, yeah. really, and, and they're really clever really with their marketing now too, aren't they? Like the yeah, you, you get text message, emails, social media. Um, it's in your face everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So no, yeah, crazy time. But anyway, that's kind of with everyone at this time of year as well. I think it is. It is. So look, obviously, you're a co-founder of Baxter Blue. Do you want to um, just talk about 
what Black Baxter Blue is firstly for anyone that's listening that uh, isn't familiar with the company and how you sort of establish that and the reason behind that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Baxter Blue, so we started back in 2017 actually was um, when we started the business to, um, mid sort of 2017 and um, and we, we sell blue light glasses back then. We were blue light glasses and specifically to sell blue light glasses. So um we have um, since transitioned into what we call digital well-being. So in addition to selling blue light glasses and sunglasses and what we call blue light sleep glasses, we also sell a, um, a range of uh, digital well-being products, which is kind of like products from sleep masks to heated neck wraps, um, anything to sort of do with managing, let's call it your well-being while you're in, sitting on devices or even just even once you've been on devices during the day and so forth. So. Yeah, so that's kind of that's that's essentially what we sell. Yep. Um, but I think we we kind of got into it. Um, I would say kind of by accident in a sense that um, one of our um, our daughters, who at the time was how was she? She was probably thirteen, fourteen, something at the time, and she was actually getting a few headaches and getting sore eyes and so forth. So we and no, no one in our in our family wears glasses, so we thought, oh. okay, well, let's take it to the optometrist and see what's wrong and they um went there and they said well it looks like she basically got a thing called digital eye strain from um these from being on devices because all kids now yeah back in the day when i went to school i don't it wasn't even computers back then but no. back but back uh but now they're literally from kindergarten they're on they take laptops to school and so forth so yeah, that's right um and as you know they don't just use their laptops at school they're on them when they get home from school and into the evenings and so forth so Anyway, so yeah, so she had what they sort of coined as digital eye strain and um, we kind of went, okay, what is this? So how do you, what can you do to sort of get around? And they said, well, you can, you can sort of get these, these glasses called blue light glasses and we can put the, this special lens in it and it filters out the blue light and it also has anti-reflective coatings and so forth to kind of mitigate the glare. And so, okay, well, that sounds interesting. How much? Uh, oh, that's about $400. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, okay $400. Um, and they said, but. Or an alternative to that, because blue light glasses, you, you can't claim them because when you've got a plano um, script, in other words, no uh, magnification in it, it's not yeah. claimed as a device that you can claim on your healthcare. Right. But they said, what we can do, we can actually add a slight bit of magnification to your glasses, and then you can claim it back on your healthcare. And we went, well, she doesn't really need it. She's 14 years old. She does, she's not getting eye strain. And they said, well, it won't make a big difference, but you can still claim it back, and that'll only cost you $180. So we kind of walked walked away from there and kind of went. That's a bit bizarre. That's there's there's got to be a way. Like there's all there's all of these pe- people and and we also realised actually at the time then after doing a bit of research that all of the big uh, optometrists and all of the OPSM spec savers they all actually have when you go in there and you go and get your prescription they say oh would you like to get a blue light filter on top of that so it was like yes. an add on it's an add on they charge you an extra ninety a hundred dollars or whatever so it was it was kind of common knowledge back then but it wasn't really offered to people in the space of uh, who who didn't need it it was like okay there's probably what twenty thirty percent of people in the world that need blue light uh, sorry that need reading glasses but the other sixty seventy eighty percent don't so it's like no. what about these other people and everyone's on devices. Mm. So did quite a lot of research and, and my background then, um, I was doing a lot of sourcing in a, in a previous job um, in, um, in China and I also got a lot of experience in sourcing all the different products. So I did a lot of research, long story short, went and sort of found, visit, went around China numerous times. We developed the technology for our lenses, found a supplier that could actually create the lenses and also create the frames and Baxter Blue was born. 
Wow. We sort of thought, okay, well, yeah, this this is this is a thing. Let's and so I think back then it was um yeah, so twenty seventeen and there wasn't that many people or anyone really doing blue light glasses specifically. And we sort of went, it's glasses for people that don't wear glasses essentially. So Yeah, um, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so there's a whole lot of um education then we had to sort of go out. We sort of launched it. We knew there was a need there for their for people, but we had to A people didn't know what blue light was and B people sort of didn't really know what these blue light glasses were and why would you need to wear glasses. However, everyone was getting these symptoms of sore eyes, mm. headaches from all of this screen time. So it was just a matter of, okay, if you're suffering from this, you need to wear these. So um yeah, so the the, the business was kind of born then. So we um yeah, as as I said, it was is really sort of educating the whole audience and educating people out there and then we this was back so as I said like six years ago so social media Instagram was a thing but it wasn't as big a beast as what it is now um, and then we were getting a bit of a presence on there and then we started getting um, a lot of people sort of um, reaching out to us the influencers and going hey can I um, can you gift me a, a pair of glasses and I'll, um, I'll talk about them because I've heard about these things I've heard they're amazing and and it just became this kind of self kind of it's like a snowball rolling down the hill and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then everyone kind of wanted to sort of, as it was kind of called hopping on the Baxter bandwagon, all of these different influencers wanted to hop on and then they talked about us and they spread the word. So it was, um yeah, so it was a yeah pretty amazing time back then. So it was, um it yeah, we became, we were one of the people first in the, doing the, in the business. And then mm-hmm. we had a lot of other people and, and then a lot of the other big companies kind of jumped on board. You've got a lot of the uh, the other sunglasses companies. Everyone, okay, particularly back in COVID, this is yes. okay. We better go and just some blue light glasses because everyone's talking about these blue light glasses. So <laughs> then there's um yeah a lot more people that could have come into the space as well. Yeah, wow. So it's kind of pioneered the uh, the idea, and then everyone sort of jumped on the back of it. Yeah, I, I think I mean yeah we we weren't the, there was a few others in the space then, but I think okay. particularly in Australia we're probably one of the first people that kind of did it, and and that's kind of what we're known for now as well is um first and foremost our, our blue light glasses yep. and also um because i think what also we we found also back then was uh so blue light glasses with the red lenses that filter out all of the blue light which you actually only can wear at night time right um, because back then there was a lot of companies doing that they had the red ones but no one really sort of had the technology where they do the clear ones like i've got on now mm light tint in it which is for daytime use yep so we started getting all of these chiropractors reaching out to us someone's well, what would chiropractors reaching out and they went oh we've been waiting for someone to come out with a fashionable pair of glasses that people can wear during the day because chiropractors understand how it messes with your whole circadian rhythms and yes and can actually muck up your uh it's all your hormones and so forth so we started getting a whole lot of chiropractors. We've now stocked in, I've uh, gotten probably about 50 to 100 chiropractors in Australia. Wow. Um, and then optometrists started coming on as well. Well, they went, okay, well, we actually can do the blue light protection when you do prescription, but you guys are known as the, the blue light guys. So we'll, um, yeah, we'll get you a, uh, we'll get some of your a Plano um, their glasses and we'll stop them. So fantastic. So, yeah, so, yeah, that's kind of what happened. So it grew. Well, what's it been now? What are we six years later? And uh, obviously, you're, you're incredibly well known and, and very well established um, through a number of different means. I guess it did. Did it blow up during COVID? Like, did you did you find because we, everyone was working from home, uh, kids were working from doing school from home? Did it did it blow yeah. up a lot more? It was. Um, I, I remember the day. It was. Um, it was the twenty fifth, I think, of April. 
and it was just well, I think that when we first went into lockdown, or yeah. was it March? No, maybe it was no, it was March, twenty fifth March. March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, oh my gosh, what's going to happen here? Like, there is the business that what's going to like essentially with basically thinking the worst. Like, who, yeah, no one's going to who's who's going to buy glasses? No one's got money. No one can. But yeah, what's going to happen? Yep. And it just became this bizarre thing. Probably three or four days after that, it literally started more sales than normal, more sales than normal. And then we just had these months, which were, it was probably 10 times more than what we'd normally be doing. It, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. So that first April, it was crazy. And you could, it was very, I think then it became a thing because people went, okay, well, I'm on, everyone was working at home because no one mm. could go out. So everyone was on devices all day, either working and then into the evenings. or yep. And so everyone needed glasses because they were having so much more screen time and then people would tell their friends about it and clearly people were having, and I think the other thing as well, which was interesting, was people were having Zooms with all their mates. That's obviously how everyone caught up with each other. That's right. And their workmates as well. So yep. I pop onto a call with Paul and be chatting and saying, oh, wow, nice glasses. What are they for? Oh, they're blue like glasses. I get sore eyes, blah, blah, blah. So they'd tell their friends and tell yeah. So and you have big massive zoom. So yeah, so we for those what those two years of um of of lockdown, every mm. time we went into a prolonged lockdown, you just saw sales spike. So um right. yeah, we uh as much as we didn't really like lockdown, but from a business point of view, we were quite happy. <laughs> Blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So you mentioned obviously so, digital, yeah. sorry, digital well being and, and digital wellness. What what what's the preferred term here? Just to um, we like to call it digital digital well being or wellness. I could yep. say wellness as well. But okay. um, yeah, yeah. So we and I suppose so. What actually happened as a result of COVID, and when we sort of come in talking about the digital wellness or digital well being, was mm. um, we kind of thought everyone's suddenly now got this kind of hybrid working at home and back in the office. Um, of course, particularly now, but. As a result of that, there's more people are on on devices. People are on a lot longer. There's a lot of silver zooms, mm-hmm. and and I think what was actually happening was what well, we've seen happening was people suddenly getting all these other ailments apart from sore eyes, but they were getting sore necks. They weren't yep. sleeping as well. There's all these other raft of different sort of issues that people were getting from being on screens. So we thought, okay, how can we support different people's well being here and sort of, and their, and their digital health as well? So that's when we started introducing with it. Okay, well, firstly, we came up with the name. What what will we call it? Uh, well, let's call it digital wellbeing. So that kind of yeah, sounds yeah. sounds good. It's a bit and a bit of a bit of a different name, but it's also it's what we're doing. We're trying. We're enhancing your digital wellbeing yep. while you're on devices. So it kind of all made sense. And then we started looking. We thought, okay, what are the different issues that people suffer from? So what's the solu- What's the problem? And let's come up with a solution. So, um, yeah, and that's how we started developing these different products. And we'd also had sort of people, we sort of asked for feedback on emails from people, what they would like to see, and we continue to do that now, now that people know we're doing these digital wellness or wellbeing products. But that's kind of how we got into that space and and then sort of offering everything else, all these different products and and obviously more more coming out as well. So Of course, of course. So, So, yeah. What's so? What was one of the besides the eyes? What was the next? Was it the neck that was one of the the bigger ones that was coming back in terms of feedback? Um, neck and sleep. Yeah. Okay. Because um, so I mean, yeah, neck. So at the moment, I'm speaking to you on my um, portable laptop stand. So yep. 
and I'm probably not actually sitting that well either. No, um, I never mind now that I think about it. <laughs> but you, you, you tend to sort of, we all do it, I do it, we tend to sort of end up, we start off very upright and then yeah, we like yeah. like this. Um, so yeah, so we sort of developed this, uh, this portable laptop stand. So we know that people, it's got to be light because we don't want people carrying and it's got to be portable. People can use it in their office or at their home, wherever they live around their home and so forth. So that was the first thing with the portable laptop stand. And and that sort of, it's, it's all about getting your head at screen height type thing. So you're not looking down. So we don't, because the device, the laptop's on an angle. Yep. We, so you always promote people to actually use a um, use their portable uh, little um, keypad, obviously rather than type up that because that's obviously not very good for your wrist. But yep. yeah, so that's um, and that's proved proved super popular. And then we um, just trying to remember the sort of the, the order at which we released all of the products. So it was a laptop sound. We came out with a um, something that was quite different, which is a pillow spray. Oh, okay. So for evening sleep, yeah. so it's basically just sort of it's a bit of a refreshing thing you spray on your pillow at night time, and it's got lavender and chamomile, all these sort of sleep enhancing um, um, essential oils. Mm. And so that was one of our first um, first things that we sort of uh, released. And then we also released a uh, digital de stress roll on, which is there again essential oils, but with peppermint in it. So if people are sort of feeling a bit stressed during the day and they've had a stressful meeting, calls or whatever, or just generally stressed out, you rub this on your arm, on your palms of your uh, your wrists and rub it together. And it just sort of got these sort of calming senses. And we developed these products with a chemist um, here just within Australia and it's all all Australian made. So, um, yeah, they're sort of super sort of popular products as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you've got the, um, I've got it right here, the the neck wrap as well. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, that was, um, yeah, you, that was, that's really, really popular. So that's, um, essentially, we, we, head and neck wraps are not new. Um, no, no. Been around, they're, they're the weak ones. And we yeah. thought, like, oh, we want to do something right. There was two things we wanted to do here was A, do something that wasn't weak because weak can tend to smell. Mm-hmm. B was make something that kind of looked good, but also sat around your neck. I'm not sure yeah. if you've had them, but the ones I, we had at home, we're basically like these blocks, yes, yes. rectangles, and you're kind of balancing it on your neck. And we thought, mm-hmm. oh, we get something that you kind of fits around your neck. So we got this. We designed this ergonomically designed sort of neck wrap, which sort of wraps around your neck. Yeah, they're quite nice. It's quite a good looking sort of neck wrap, and it's also um, made of um, clay beads as well. So okay. put it in the microwave, and the clay beads don't smell. They stay warm for pretty much the same time as the um, as the wheat. And um, yeah, so that's the head and neck wraps. Um, yeah, become a super popular product with the because uh, so many people I think are still they're getting the the necks not just yeah. from being on devices but also different sports injuries and things like that as well. A lot of yeah, oh, of course, use them around their waists and on their tummies and so forth. Okay. As well. So it's a whole plethora of different reasons mm. as well. I, th- I guess with the neck though, like. It's so common now where you see people even walking down the street looking at their phone, like they're not actually looking where they're going. So that that whole bent of the neck thing is is quite common. So do do you do you find or do you feel just based on the research you've done and obviously you know customers and so forth that there's going to be, I guess, I don't want to use the word epidemic, but you know there's going to be a lot more issues off the back of technology, given the evolution of technology and the high use of it. Uh, at the moment, you know, five, ten years' time, what what yeah. do you think? Well, I, no, I think definitely. I mean, when you talk about that um, with your neck, that's called tech neck. Yeah. 
um, is the is the term that's um, used for it. And I think what we'll find probably is more with the the younger kids, the teenagers these days. Is mm. as soon as I think it's become such a habit that people sort of can't walk around without actually having their phone stuck to them or whatever. And obviously, people are multitasking. But to be honest, I think a lot of the time it's actually just more habit. You see kids get straight onto it. You see yep. all the bus stops and everything. No one can sort of sit there and maybe look up at the mm. uh, at the blue sky and just think about something else. Everyone's always stimulated or trying to stimulate themselves with news, YouTube, yep. whatever. The dopamine hit. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So, look, I think, yeah, I, I, it, there, there is, there is, there is becoming issues. We, we work with a um, lady called Dr. Christy Goodwin, who's, um, who's amazing, and she does a whole lot of research into this space as well. Okay, and because it's not just the actual, obviously, what it's doing to you health wise in terms of your necks and and so forth. It's also how it's actually affecting you from the point of view of um, sort of uh, you're just getting addicted to the devices. Yep. And, and so there's that mental addiction that you're getting on them as well as obviously mm. the physical things that come as a result. So, so yeah, I, I think it is going to be an issue. And I think one one thing that we sort of want to start doing and we're starting to do with people is not just come up with solutions for products, mm. but it's also there's different apps and so forth out there and that's something that we'd potentially be looking at is like how do you actually sort of have something that uh, an app that sort of buzzes you every five minutes or 10 minutes and says okay get up and go and stretch your legs yeah getting out there and stretching and so forth or something that's saying okay have a break look away from the screen i mean there's this rule they kind of say from a screen it's called a 20 20 20 rule and it's every 20 minutes take a look in the distance at 20 feet for 20 seconds just to oh, give yeah. your eyes a bit of a break as well. Yeah, right. Um, so, so I think I think in addition to extra products, yes, there's a whole lot that's going to be happening in the space of people sort of uh, from getting technology, ironically, hmm. to help us um, sort of manage these things. Um, and and I think it's an area that I quite feel quite strongly about because I think it's there's also it comes into nutrition and food as well. Yeah. How do how do we eat right when we're at the office during the day? How do we sort of eat right so then we're going to be sleeping well at night because it, it all leads into that like they're all as you, you know it's all connected so it's um, it is it yeah is. So, no, i guess i guess with like you know we're not going to it's not going to be a point where technology is going to go away anytime soon if anything it's going to get more prevalent more highly used evolve more where we're using it you know all the time 24 7 with the introduction of ai and all this sort of stuff so we might as well change it to suit our lifestyle but also allow us to you know maintain well-being as you've indicated yeah yeah I, I, look i think it's also really important for businesses to sort of adopt this as well and i know a lot of the, there are a lot of businesses which actually are out there and are sort of managing their staff's well-being because at the yep. end of the day that's why people are, are, are suffering these different issues because they're having to be on these devices all day so i think it's up to these businesses to give them the tools give their staff the tools yep help them manage this during the day and that's everything from what products you can use to sort of make you better, what, what, yeah, what, what apps potentially. And, and this is getting out there, but I think it needs to be used out there a bit more. Mm, absolutely. Um, it's, um, cause yeah, I think that there's going to be these issues further down the track with people. Oh, without, without a doubt. Like you said, you know, the kids these days, it's, 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 it's very obvious. Like I've got three teenagers and, and they all are glued to their devices unless we tell them otherwise. And, yeah. um, and if you don't say something, it's just, it's inherent that they will gravitate towards the device, start playing it, get on YouTube, whatever. So all of a sudden, you know, that, that three hours has gone by and they, they've, they've completely lost all sense of time. 
yeah. Um, so yeah, not only like you said, not only from a physical point of view, but psychologically as well. There there is a development of addiction there that can be compared to you know drugs or tobacco or alcohol or anything. Because yeah, because they they're having to be constantly stimulated. Yes, yeah. they, they they need this stimulation. I mean, you see it in breakfast. One of my kids this morning is there. We're racing to drop him to the bus, but there he is slamming his wheat picks down, but he's still got his YouTube going on. He's saying he's still multitasking and flipping yeah. through. It's like you, man, you've got to give it a break for a bit. So it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a different level. It's yeah, different it level. is. It, it, it will be really interesting. Why not? What, like five years, 10 years from now, what that looks like? Um, you yeah, know, particularly if there's no intervention as well. Like, I know that's exactly what you're trying to do with, you know, and, and obviously, you know, look after the wellness side of things. But if, if there's an individual that has that, um, for lack of a better term, addiction now and no intervention, how are they going to gravitate towards adulthood and and what does that look like if if they have to be on their devices all the time? I don't know. It's kind of scary, to be honest. Yeah. And and, and look, I think it's... it's uh, we, we probably also, not just for the kids, but also from workplaces as well, we've got ourselves yep. to sort of potentially blame in a sense as well because everyone's trying to, A, do more and get more out of their staff as well. So yeah. everyone's and and people are multitasking and doing ten different things at once. Whether they're doing it on the device, they've got their phone going here, and yep. so I think technology is an amazing thing. Like it's it's just offered all of this um, opportunity to sort of be a lot more productive. Mm. But then the counteract to that is that it's actually not healthy for us. No, no, that's exactly that's exactly yeah. right. So you've got to, I guess, you've got to achieve balance, which is obviously a very cliched term, but it's. It's very true. You know, there's only so much you should be looking at in terms of screens and technology. And then we should be appreciating what we used to do 20 years ago, be outside and fresh air and sunshine and all yeah, the, yeah. the simple stuff that we tend to take for granted. And and that's and that's one thing that we're doing as well. We sort of, uh, one thing I like to do, and I do it a, a weekly thing, and I sort of tend to write it on the weekend is we write what they call our, we call our wellness journey. And it's, um, so it's not a blog, well, it's kind of like a blog, but it, it's basically just talking about all these other things that are out there and these other things that you can do. Yep. It's kind of, it's kind of education in a sense of like what's earthing. Do people know what earthing is? Most yep. people know what earthing is. Mm. Things like that, these different things around the world, like what are blue zones? And, and so there's all of these other, it's, it's educating people about these other things apart from, and, and things that kind of help your wellness, generally speaking. Yep. But a lot of these sort of things that are out there that yeah people have never heard of before. But then also tips on what to do to get out and yeah to get out in the middle of the day and go and enjoy some sun. Things. I mean, I think it's also about because um, by doing these different things, it's kind of going to balances out your device time you're doing. So, for example, in the morning, it's kind of going out and setting your circadian rhythms. And so many people, when you say what's a circadian rhythm, no one really knows what they are. And to be honest, I probably didn't until I actually. Um, got into the space as well but it's the most amazing thing that you should be doing is yeah. the first thing you should be doing as soon as you wake up get outside and get some of that soft light onto your eyes and just set set your body clock up for the day and ideally go and get earth go and stand on the sand take your feet off and go and stand on the grass in your garden or something like that like yeah. it's 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 amazing the difference it does make, but it also it's it's a great balance. And then you're sort of going into sitting in your office during the day, but to be at least doing that in the mornings is super helpful. And it, it's it's really interesting you say that because we we live in a society now where it's go go go. People get up straight away, they grab their coffee, they're they're in a rush, they've got to get their kids ready, you know. Whereas all you need is five minutes to do what you've just described and it can make such a significant difference. But 
Um, I'm sure there'll be people listening to this right now going, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time right now, you know. But when it comes down to your health and your well-being and your um, your future, yeah, you kind of you have to find the time. You've got to make the time, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 you feel better for it as well. You'll be, of course. You, you don't get as you don't get sick as much because obviously once you get being Earth, you're taking all the electricity out of your body. Mm. Um, and then you're um you're sitting and you're going to sleep better at night time as well. And once you're sleeping better at night time, we all know that you're going to be a lot more productive during the day. So, yep. it's 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 something that you do. You don't you do feel after a while that you know that it's actually working for you. So it's just it's a really simple thing, and yeah, as it, Five minutes—that's all it takes. But it's the most amazing thing that should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, with um, with some of your products, I obviously reached out to you guys uh, a couple of weeks ago in relation yeah. to your um, eye mask package. Yeah, and um, it's so these products are not just for office use, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, because obviously I travel to India quite a bit throughout the year, and. I am the worst sleeper on planes. A lot of the time I just won't sleep because I can't. Um, due to me being 6'2", I get stuck in those little economy seats and I'm crushed <laughs> in there and I just, and yeah. it, you know, there's noise, there's there's constant engine mirroring and all that sort of stuff. So you obviously suggested the eye mask and the earplugs and I thought, you know yeah. what, that's a great idea. I'm going to I'm gonna give this a crack on the next trip, which is a couple of weeks away. So yeah. it's applicable to situations like that and a lot of people do travel, um, you know, overseas as well, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And look, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, wh- why would people wear a sleep mask when they're actually on a device where it's not clearly full? Of it? <laughs> so it's for um sort of helping you sl- sleep better at night because it's one of those sleeps that I think it's one of the biggest issues that there is out there in um in our society. Oh, not, massive, enough, yeah. not enough people are getting enough sleep, and I think there's all of these great like the Aura Rings and all these different yep. apps and so forth. Apple obviously doing their phone tracking your sleep, and um, I, I think it's 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 critical because then you obviously have you're, you're a lot healthier as a result of it so yeah. um so yeah so we there there again it was one of these q a's that we put out to different people saying okay what's something that, that you need that's sort of going to help you and a lot of people started talking about sleep and lack of sleep and, and mm. not enough sleep and um and quite often let's sort of take a segue into that quite often people aren't sleeping well because they've been on their devices in the evening. So, um, exactly. yes. Um, and obviously, as we know, once you're sort of exposed to blue light in the evening, that just tricks your uh, your mind into thinking it's daytime and your circadian rhythm is thrown out of whack. And then suddenly there you are staring at the ceiling at midnight um, <laughs> been on your device. And, and I think in addition to that, the blue light, but also the exposure, but it's also you sort of mentally stimulated by whatever you're saying yeah. or whatever you're laughing at on um tiktok or instagram or something like that so um yeah so we've um so then yeah we developed we went okay well people need sleep and this sleep masks have been around for ages but this sleep mask is not just a silk sleep mask it's actually got these pockets in it so you can actually it's 100 percent blackout and mm. some mm. super soft around the eyes and has this sort of uh memory foam pockets on there so you can actually open your eyes so yes if you're on a plane and you, um, well, yeah, yeah, you sort of wake up and don't know where you are. At least you can sort of open your eyes. Don't have to get exposed because obviously on the plane you're exposed to massive amounts of blue light on the mm. top, on the plane, which make it hard to sleep as well. That's right. Um, so yeah, so that's it's it's actually apart from a, a great home companion, it's become it's actually our biggest seller. Is it really um, out of all of our products? Wow, yeah, it's our biggest seller. It's it's sick just flies out the door so and do you find that it's it's do you get feedback in regards to what the person is using it for is it mostly for travel or just for general use at home 
it's, to be honest, it's general use, probably more than travel. I mean, there oh, are yeah. people who say they use it for travel, but yep. mostly it's general use because I think people these days, no one's getting um, 100% blackness or black mm. in their rooms. Mm. There's always light coming in. There is. And some people can sleep through that, but a lot of people need to be in complete darkness. So, mm. um, so yeah, so that's, um, yeah, that's super, super popular. And then uh, in addition to that, which is our latest product we brought out, was um, our earplugs. So, mm. Yeah, for, for when you travel, as we were speaking about this before, but I'd be really interested to sort of hear what it's like for you, um, the, well, the feedback from it, and if you do get sleep on the plane, because it's if you can sort of those two senses block your hearing and yep. block your ears and then also your sight, you should be able to sort of get into the zone and hopefully even if you're sitting upright, still be able to get you some sleep. Exactly. In the plane. So, um, um, and, and the earplugs in a obviously great for travel, but a whole different myriad of different reasons we brought this out was so people, everyone's on um, shared spaces working these days, whether it's in a shared, a WeWork type environment or whether they're in their normal office, um, people wanting to get into the zones. A lot of people put their AirPods in and listen to music, Yep. Um, but a lot of people don't do that. So we've found a lot of people are using these earplugs um, to sort of, they're not, they don't block 100% of the noise. They block 27 decibels out which is kind of like taking the edge off it yep so you can put these in and you can really get into the zone and not be distracted in your your work partner next to you talking on the phone and so forth or someone at a distance and i think it's sort of really sort of getting that focus um and that's yeah we've seen a great demand for that it's been super popular as well yeah wow okay um, so in terms of other products that you've got, I, th- I was looking on your website the other day and you've got um, stand-up desks as well. Um, so yeah. So encompassing everything to to accommodate, you know, the best possible, I guess, health approach to working from a desk with computer, blue light, all that sort of stuff, yeah? Yeah, exactly. And I think, look, the, the big, um, the two, yeah, the stand-up desks and the, um, and the ergonomic chair. So that's... Mm. They're nothing new. They've been around for ages. But yep. what we've done, we've got this um, table. It's obviously, I'm not on one at the moment, but it's one that you can actually, it's the electric desk and goes up because that's critical for people to actually be sitting and standing during the day and not just sitting down all the time. So we know that that's better for your health and your well-being by doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and having a proper ergonomic chair that makes you sit, unlike I am at the moment, but makes you sit upright and um and and basically sort of has your body in the correct position it should be, particularly for that length of time that you're actually sitting at your desk, and then switch across to because we should be sort of mixing it up a bit. And I think there's um it's probably like fifty fifty, and some people are standing all day, but um at least sort of swapping around. And it's just part of promoting to keep your body moving all of the time. Yeah, and we course. know how important it is with the stand up desks. I mean, so many of the big offices has got them these days as well. Most. They do places so that's how obviously important it is so um yeah so they're um yeah they're they're really popular products another one which we've got with sleep is a um weighted blanket so oh of course i'm not sure if you sleep with a weighted blanket but it's um amazing i mean just uh we sort of came across these when we were doing a lot of our sleep research yep there again we're not the first people to bring these out there they've been out there before but these are just amazing and they're all based on you sort of it's it's you're gonna have the this, they come in different weights and it's all on 10 percent of your body weight approximately okay it's like picking up these pieces of lead but essentially but it's kind of this malleable lead and what it's actually done so it's actually inside is actually glass beads oh right so um and so that has the weight on it and what it actually does it sits on your body and basically sort of you kind of get enveloped by it as well but it has this real sensory issue so it's it's kind of like a 
we like to say, like a bit of a warm hug because it literally wraps <laughs> around you. And, um, and and because of the sensory issues, it's it's a really one thing which we didn't know about when we developed with it, but it's great for people with autism. Uh, yes, I've, I've heard this. Yeah. This touch and yep. feel and so forth. Yep. So it's a really big product from that point of view as well, yep. as as our um, earplugs are with autism as well, because yeah, people, um, depending on different levels of it, of, um, of autism, but they don't like the, 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 the noise and so forth. So this putting earplugs in just sort of takes the edge off. Yeah. So... Are there, can you share any uh, products that might be on the horizon maybe for next year or, or anything in terms of this space that you're working on or that will be launched soon? Um, good question. We we do have some uh, exciting products coming out next year. Um, I can't sort of uh, reveal what they are because it's, okay. all, it's all, all, right. all, the, all the element <laughs> of surprise, but um, let me, it's got to do with sleep and it's got to do with uh, yeah exposure to blue light as well. Yeah, okay. Do, so do you find that there's still opportunity to um, develop products that will help with blue light and sleep that you haven't already come across? Is there some exactly. new that you can look at, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, there's there's so much blue light that we're all still exposed to out there with sleep as well. So, I mean, yep. it's and, – and just to, people don't know, I mean, essentially every bit of lighting these days has got blue light in it and the reason mm. for it because it's LED lighting. LED lighting is the most cost-effective, but it's also the most – efficient as well yes also the brightest so cars have got it you see when a car coming down the street you can see most cars have got it so wherever you go all through your home has got it so i mean at night time ideally it's pretty hard when you've got kids and so forth as well but ideally at night time you want to sort of be limiting how much light you've got in the house on yep at least let your body sort of start sort of settling into the it's circadian rhythm and sort of starting to fall asleep so um yeah, so lighting and all of and, and and exposure or lack of exposure to blue light in the evenings is is super important as well. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because uh, as you mentioned, it's everywhere. So we got it on our phones, our computers, smart TVs, and now yeah. in every household. So you know, what do we do in the evenings to to wind down? Is watch TV, and yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> it's not really winding down because no, the blue lights like intense as. I mean, look, the the one thing I suppose with the exposure of blue light and TVs in the evening is you're not sitting super close to it. That's true. Yes. So you, you do have that distance. So, um, yeah, so we, we've got, um, what we call sleep glasses. Yep. So not, they don't totally block out all of the blue light, but we sort of gone for that hybrid model where, um, because where people can still see the correct colors on their screens, but they've got a, a, a deeper amber tint to it. Okay. So we sort of promote those of wearing those in the evening as well. So when you are viewing the TV, you can actually see it and it's more or less true colors as opposed to the red ones, which totally work. They're 100% yep. block out 100% of um, the blue and the green light and the red light as well, but they make your screen look totally different color as well. Gotcha. Yeah, wow. That's so, fascinating. So, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, you, you can't escape blue light. Um, no, no, it doesn't. And, and it's like, I guess I go back to the point we raised earlier about what it's going to look like in the future. I mean, you know, with the amount of technology, um, smart homes, you know, this exposure is going to be, well, it could be 24-7 almost, you know. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. which obviously then raises a question, how is that going to impact our health? Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's no answer to it at this point, but you know that's where it's headed. Well, I, th- I just think it's just um, it's just wise to sort of see what's out there and 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 what. And I think it's there's there's so much information out there these days. It's just do your research and see yeah. what what things can help you and what can't. I mean, there's lots of biohackers out there, and biohacking is obviously a fairly big thing as well. But there's some great advice that a lot of these people have got. A lot of yep. some of it 
it's it's hard to actually sort of practice some of the things so they're a bit more extreme and so forth but i think there's there's a lot of good tips that we can sort of get from people and just things like getting up in the morning and so forth and seeing the yeah. first earthing um all of that type of stuff so I, there's a whole lot of yeah really good things that are out there but it's so i i think yeah it's it's it is going to be an interesting time to sort of see what happens yeah in the, mm. in the next well happening now but also in 10 years time exactly i guess exactly. you kind of go how much how much worse can it get i mean but it's it's clearly yeah it's well we probably it's, said that 10 years ago as well exactly yeah, you know, yeah. And, and look where we are so yeah, yeah. It's, it's fascinating how quick this yeah. technology has evolved yeah no no it's crazy well, um, uh, so in terms of um, to give your business a plug, obviously, how, uh, how do people find you? Look for the products, website, uh, social media, um, laid out there for us. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, so look, our um, our website is baxterblue.com.au. Yep. Um, all of our products are on there, and um, we got our Instagram handle, which is baxterblue underscore. Um, so we're quite often there on, on Instagram as well. So yeah, they're the two main places that you can sort of um, yeah find all our products on there. And the the journal that you mentioned, that's on your website too, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yep. it's a wellbeing. Um, so if anyone wanted to actually sign up to our um, uh, our email list, yep, um, you'll be sort of um, served this. So I send it out every Sunday. Okay. Um, and it's a yes, yeah, what we call a wellbeing journey, and it's it's all things to do with. It's got nothing to do with any of our products. Right. It's all things to do with um, health and wellbeing, and just there again, just discovery of different things. That's well, it's just good education, world. right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so it's, it's quite an enjoyable thing to write because I actually discover a lot of new things myself as well. Well, that's um, fantastic. I'd like yeah. to sort of spread that knowledge out there to people as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I must say thank you, mate, because it's been a really insightful discussion. Um, you know, there's, there's some stuff there that actually I'm going to implement now, <laughs> having spoken <laughs> to you today about it. But I'll also obviously be trolling the um, the mask on my next yes. flight to see how that goes. Because at this stage, I'm I'm prepared to try anything, <laughs> <laughs> try and get to sleep when the when the flights are like eight eight plus hours. So yeah, um, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be very interesting. But uh, I'll finish with a question I ask every every guest I have on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. That is, who, who would you like to have over for dinner? So it's more personality based. So if you could have a, a dinner and a conversation with anyone, it could be they could be fictional, non fictional, alive, dead, yeah. male, female, a couple of people, perhaps. Who yeah. do you think it would be? Um, look, probably the first one that comes to mind. Um, there's actually two people I would, but firstly, one guy's um, Richard Branson. I just think he's amazing. I think he's. Um, Sort of in that uh, that I've read all of his books and watched all of his different bios and so forth, and yep. he's um, yeah, he's just an amazing person. Um, I'm not sure if he's he's obviously an absolute marketing genius, and I just was actually just reading it today as well. Funnily enough, I just um, was came up on uh, whatever feed I was on, maybe it was news.com or something. There was a plane literally yesterday going a Virgin plane going from Melbourne down to Tasmania. Mm. Um, he got on, rang the plane on FaceTime, got the um, the hosts on board and gave everyone on the plane a free um, trip on their new cruise line oh. going from Melbourne down to Tasmania. So he specifically chose that plane because it's doing the same trip right. and gave everyone a trip worth $7,000 each. <laughs> how uh, so how cool is that? So they've all got that. But just think about the marketing genius of that. It's of a course. relevant topical thing. There yep. it is on news.com. Yep. Boom! Everyone's hearing and reading all about his um, wow, yeah, his uh, his new venture. So yeah, he's an amazing person. He seems like a really super nice guy, but um, he's I just admire him for everything he's done in the space and just what he's done. I mean, he's one of the true guys that sort of started off being um, going to these 
starting with British Airways back in the day, mm. fighting with them so he could actually get the low-cost airline happening. So, yep. And then obviously before that he had his um, his record label. So, yeah, super, super, super cool guy. And the other one was a guy called Stephen Bartlett. Oh, yeah. Um, no, you heard of him? Yes. Oh, no, I don't know him, but I know of him, yes. Yeah. No, so super interesting guy. Really, he's, like he's 30 years old and I think he's owned and sold so many different businesses, but super intelligent. He's on a show also called um, Dragon's Den, which is where I actually saw him in the UK. Yep. His podcast is really good too. Shark Tank. Sorry. Uh, His podcast, RF CEO, is really good as well. Yeah, his podcast. Unbelievable. He gets on his podcast. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's he's really cool. So, yeah, I don't actually really like because he's a – He's a, just a really super interesting guy, and he's got mm. so many different stories, but just so knowledgeable. So I tell you what, that'd be a pretty cool dinner to have both of them there at the same time. Would, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they've met, but yeah, it would be. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh dear. Very interesting indeed. Oh, fantastic! Well, thank you once again, Aaron. Really appreciate your time um, and insight into not only um, the products of Baxter Blue, but also you know the the uh, the space of digital uh, well being, because obviously it's something that is current uh i would say there's certainly going to be further uh concern and issues with you know the next wave of generational people coming through with uh, the use of technology so it's good to know that there's companies like yours out there that are obviously looking at ways to uh to further advance our ability to manage that yeah absolutely so yeah. no well thanks for having me it's been really enjoyable so no the time not a problem mate not a problem Excellent. thank you very much all right cheers thanks mate uh let me just Okay, I'd like to thank Aaron for his time today. Uh, what an insightful chat and digital well-being is certainly something that's going to become more and more of a discussion point moving forward. I can certainly see that now. Now, if you're interested in any of Baxter Blue's products, please jump on baxterblue.com.au and have a look around at uh, some of their amazing products. As I indicated in the chat, I've already used their heat neck wrap, uh, their face mask. He's sending me some earplugs to try on my trip to India. And if you use the code Paul Hooper, one word, all uppercase, you'll get a nice discount as well. So uh, thank you once again for tuning in. As always, I really do appreciate those that do listen. If you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com and have a look around. Alternatively, uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot and share it and tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering, tag Baxter Blue as well. And as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.